This week on the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. But in order to have a great sex life with your spouse, it has many things. Hey, welcome to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. I am Javier. Your microphone sounds loud today. No, it's good. Okay. Yeah, and maybe it's your ears. <laughs> Did you turn up the volume in your ears? If somebody's losing their hearing in this marriage. Oh, Shan, no, it's not. I probably need to have my ears cleaned. I, Just I don't complain know. because I have to lean into. No, like, when, when, I have to sometimes cut my ears, like put like you know put my hand behind them so I can hear what's happening on the TV. <laughs> and we live in a cracker jack box, so the TV's literally. Okay, but the TV's kind of inset a little bit, so the sound is hitting oh the bottom of the gosh, thing, and it's not your, fully getting. That's going to be your excuse. Yeah, it's like on sixty-five or seventy, and he's like Shannon, I can't hear what they're saying <laughs> in the movie, and I'm like, uh, you can't hear it either. Yeah, I can. Is it really loud? Yeah, it's then really Then I probably loud. need to have my ears cleaned out. You think that they're just dirty. You could just be I losing your hearing. Out. I'm not. Shannon. Maybe you need Miracle Ear. Maybe they'll sponsor our podcast. This podcast brought to you by, by Miracle, Miracle Ear. <laughs> For all your hearing needs, Miracle Ear. <laughs> Is Miracle Ear still around? <laughs> have you seen that one video of a guy who got, just got his hearing back? They put it on and he's like crying in tears yeah. and his wife starts yeah. talking and she's like so excited. She's like, oh my God, you can hear everything I say. And she has this really high-pitched annoying voice. He's like, make it stop, take it off because of her high-pitched voice. Like he doesn't want to hear it. He's like, I'd rather not hear than hear that. Do you think that was real? I I think part of I it, I have no idea. It was actually very funny. Well, but Maybe those high those high notes hurt his ears, his I'm just saying I've listened I've heard some voices I'm not saying of why just like I would be like I don't know if I could well you and I've had this discussion there's some actresses that you don't like mm, because no, of the way of they their... form their words in their mouth yeah and their, the, yeah like the sound mm -mm. of their voice you're like you guys I don't out like there, you have something like that there's people that you're like you listen to you're like there is no way it's like if you watch Friends and how Janet used to laugh. <laughs> it's like I would yeah. so in a million years like, not be able Janet. to handle that. Yeah. But then Anyways. there's people like that guy that did the Jaguar commercials. You're just like so Jaguar. drawn to his voice. Yeah. No, it was it was more We're like the most sexiest man in the world. I don't I'm not a doctor in real life, but I play one on television. I'm not a doctor in real life, but I play one on television. Yeah. Yeah. See? Sexy. So, I could do that. So glad. They could listen to my voice on this podcast. Married to a home. That way. You're so, <laughs> you're so cute, Pookie. What am I going to do with you? Uh, so, uh, Marriage Lab, we we actually are um, currently in uh, Georgia. No, we're not. Um, oh, yeah, we are. Yeah. So, <laughs> Chandler never knows where I we're at. I never know where I'm at. So, we're currently in uh, in Georgia and uh, be in Georgia and then uh, I think Alabama and then uh, we'll be in Tennessee again for a little bit. And then we head out and uh, uh, we'll disclose where we're going, but it's ex exciting things going on. And um, hey, listen, we're going to be, we haven't started talking about this, but we're going to be, you're going to hear us talking about it on our podcast and see posts about it. Oh, yeah. But we are partnering with um, the Blind Movie. Collide Media, but the Blind Movie, the yep. Robertsons. Uh, we've had a number of meetings. And so we're going to be partnering to be able to support the movie as best as we can um, and get the word out there. Yeah. And uh, potentially even be able to create some resources around the movie mm -hmm. that will get released. So, like, you can do a date night uh, and attend the blind movie. Yeah. Um, uh, in 
The Blind is the true story of Phil the Robertson, but mainly of Phil and Kay Robertson, or Phil's story um, of how God restored, redeemed, and transformed his life. The story uh, with him and Kay, so it's a beautiful marriage story of redemption um, with their family and what God has brought to them um, in this, you know, seasons of their life uh, here. And so we're, we've had, we have the privilege to be able to be connected and be partnering in that. And so, yeah, so we'll be talking more about that, so that'll be fun. So um, excited. And be able to share that with you guys. And so if you have not got, go to the blind, uh, I think it's the blind.com. Theblindmovie.com. Theblindmovie.com, And you me. can drop your email and get access to see the, the trailer that's yeah, out right so now. Yeah, so they have a sneak peek that was released, yeah. and then the official trailer's coming out. And then pretty um, soon here, good. we're going to be getting access to trailers and things like that that you'll see on our platforms. Um, but um, we haven't we haven't gotten those yet, so we're we're working on it. Yeah. Yeah, so that'd be fun. All that so and yeah, and, and don't forget we got boot camps that are coming up. Um, Colorado. I think Colorado's full. I yeah. think Arizona has a three spot. spots left, and then um, we have Oregon, Oregon that have still some room, and then California. Those we just started promoting. We know they're going to fill up well, quick. We have especially a couple California. workshops too. One in Cal- we have a workshop in California, and then one in Oregon. But I'm not sure. Yeah, the and dates some others and that are going in between. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot going out. We'll keep posted. So keep connected with us, and we'll make sure we get that in front of you. And um, yeah. But how are you doing? Are you doing better now? Yeah. So why I'm in Georgia, I, f- I want to, because it's been a long time since we've been here. Uh, the last time I was in Georgia, we didn't even have children. Huh. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, then it Shan, was 24 years ago. Shan, we were in Georgia last year. We were? <laughs> or the year before. We were in, in Alpharetta, Georgia. Oh. Well, that makes my story <laughs> not as exciting. <laughs> I remember that. I remember the time we were in Georgia without our children in Atlanta. Oh. I remember. Okay, yeah, never mind. Not some great memories, which we will not repeat. Why? What happened? What happened at the Four Seasons Hotel? <gasps> <laughs> Shit, we're not going to talk no, about. No, I thought you meant just like last year. Shannon I was had like, some sh- bad berries, <laughs> some bad fruit, and we had to literally book an early flight to leave the hotel. <laughs> That's not my fault that they gave me bad fruit. Some things happened, the, so we're not talking about the it. Ho- the fruit was rancid, and I didn't know it. <laughs> Anywho, while I'm in Georgia, I would like to have a peach and a praline. Well, I don't know if it's peach season. When is peach season? But pralines we can give you. And just so you know, we were also in Savannah, Georgia, if you don't remember. I, 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 I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it was like before before we and were I, actually in I Savannah. Have, I didn't on, have a praline. We were actually in Savannah. A praline. We were actually in Savannah. On my birthday. On your birthday. Yeah, I know. Not I, last year, but the year before. I remember On that. your birthday. Yeah. Okay, so memorable, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so, what's going on? What do you What do you want to dive into? I know we were gonna, we were going to talk about um, SCG. Can we say sex in our podcast? You can say sex. Sex. Oh, why'd you say seg? <laughs> no, what's seg? I see people posting that on, on social media. Oh, so, so when you get, do the captions, you do SCG. Yeah, so they don't or, get removed or something. Yeah. Right? Okay. But, but I you just, you had something you want to you wanted to kind of dive into that area a little bit today. Yeah. So. There's this thing that all married couples desire, and it's they want to have great sex in marriage. And what and that's such a complicated, multi-level, multifaceted question or something that you desire. It's like, yes, everybody wants to have great sex in marriage, but what do you do to accomplish that? And it's not just it's not just easy as, okay. 
do this one thing. Well, and that's okay. what people might be thinking right now is like, oh, you're going to give me some tips me on the one thing. this is a great position and you should do this yeah. and then you do this and that really is a great sex. Like, and, and, uh, okay, and, and, maybe some of those yeah. could, but. No, but, no? If, but okay. if I'm being honest, great sex is not about a great position. Jen, always be honest. Ooh, let's tweet that. Great sex is not about a great position. Yeah, like we could sit here <laughs> and talk that. for twenty minutes on a on different pos- sexual positions. That's not going to make it's helpful. Your, we have we have friends who that's what they they put yeah, out the cards and all the that that are great ultimate app. intimacy apps. So go to them. They got some great cards that and help that with is that. great for in the moment. But in order to have a great sex life with your spouse. It has many things, and we'll we'll unpack those many things. But it's not just um, she's one hundred percent in the mood. He's one hundred percent in the mood. All the planets are aligned. Yeah. The sparks are flying. Um, sh- he climax. She climax. Oh, we had great sex. Okay, that's great. Okay, then you wake up the next day. She's not happy with you. You're not getting along. The kids are arguing. The dog threw up on the floor. It's like life happens. So you can't just go into the next day, into the next weeks, months, and years, and think that it's just going to happen because you both are 100% ready. It takes many things to create that kind of life. And the first thing that I'll say is you have to build a friendship with your spouse is the number one thing. So so you're saying, and we've talked about this often, that great sex starts outside of the bedroom. Yes, absolutely. And Unpack that. So I, want, so I want you guys to understand that there are things you can do physically with one another that you can walk out of the bedroom and say, oh, that was great sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I also don't think it's still, even in that, in that context, that it's all about just physical. Right, it's a connection. It's emotional so it's for a, us women. So I, I would say, like, don't make just having fun the point of sex. Right, that just don't make the point of sex. Oh, just just have fun. Now, sometimes you do just have fun. Yeah, I get it. I get that. But it's also this place of it's a it's not negating the fact that it is also an act about sharing the body, the mind, the soul with one another. Well, and you're and meeting that makes a, for great sex. And you're like, meeting a need for each other. Yeah. I mean, it's connection, right? It's building of intimacy. It's about being vulnerable with the other person. It's about sharing something with them. And I know there are times where you go in and you just go in for the quickie and mm-hmm. it's just it, here we go and it's done. But every right? if but if And if, that's okay, but yeah. if everything is a quickie, Chance told me this often, like it doesn't serve the other person well. Doesn't serve both people well. It usually serves one person really well. And let's just be honest; it's probably the guy. The guy. Um, yeah. uh, and so, okay, that has its place. But at the same time, that cannot be right. The only thing so that you, you probably would never say, "Oh, we have great sex," because it just it's always like one sided. No one would ever say that. He might say it feels great to him, but she's not going to be saying that. Well, Conway Twitty wrote a oh, song. Oh, Conway Twitty. That's some, he's important to this discussion, yes. Yes, he wrote a song. I like a man with a slow hand. I like a man with an easy touch. <laughs> so sometimes we like our husbands to slow down and pay attention because we're emotionally invested in the moment. But for us to be emotionally vulnerable in the moment... 
we have to be emotionally invested to outside of the bedroom, yeah. which means yeah. I, need, I need connection. I need you to ask how you can serve me. I need you to look and just recognize the things that I might need help with. Yeah. I need you to verbally communicate what you love about me, whether it's physical or mentally, like whatever it is, like there has to be so much emotional connection outside of the bedroom that I feel vulnerable. And I'm going to say something It's going to make Javi squirm. Everybody get ready. <laughs> I need to feel so emotionally connected outside of the bedroom so that when we're in the physical act of lovemaking that I feel comfortable enough to moan, oh, to make, Moses. <laughs> to make, Shannon. to make sounds. Okay. That's and not, <laughs> and not all women are comfortable because their husbands have not created that atmosphere of um, intimacy, connection, friendship, serving that they feel comfortable enough to be that I, vulnerable. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. They're they're not going to they're give gonna, him the pleasure of knowing that she may be enjoying it. Oh, I don't think that no? we're I don't think that we're withholding because oh, okay. we're like, oh, I'm not going to give him the <laughs> satisfaction. It's almost like it's Ooh, an, a spicy podcast. It's it's an insecurity of. Um, I this does feel good to me, but I'm not comfortable enough to verbally express it because I'm scared. I don't well, know if I can trust you. I haven't, I haven't done that to be vulnerable because I grew up thinking it was just it was shameful and dirty. Now you make plenty, Shannon. Shannon, talk noises, Shannon. So, so okay. I. <laughs> so this is like your favorite topic. So you just have to just. I, slow your roll for I a moment, am. and so I think it's an it's an important thing. And I, I but don't, you hear I don't, what I'm saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I don't want to like, I don't want to minimize the fact that there 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 is within the physical aspect things you can do to improve yes. to let each other know what you enjoy yes, and what absolutely. you like to enjoy that to have fun with one another. But I I think that can be that has a a shelf life. I think over a period of time. Because I think you can it just be oh it's fun it's we're enjoying one another, but if the if the intimacy and what comes before that and the vulnerability and the spiritual connection and the sharing right and the taking time like you know if you're not doing that piece then I think you're gonna get to a place where like yeah it's fun but I don't feel connected mm. it's enjoyable but I'm not feeling like we're really you know, being vulnerable. And and listen, God created it, right? He created it and for you to desire one another, and that's why there's a spiritual connection in it, right? There's a mm -hmm. spiritual connection in it. And I think, like, when you focus on connection, like, sex becomes more adventurous, it becomes more playful, um, it becomes fun, it builds, right, that deeper intimacy. So when you mm -hmm. focus on that point of connection, and we consistently talk about this, and we have a course that we're trying to get done that Shannon's been on me about <laughs> that says sex starts in the kitchen. Yeah. And it's just this whole premise because so many people have asked us, like, how do I have great sex? And they don't want to hear what you have to do beforehand. Yeah. Because there's some work involved in that. But there's it's some good things you work. Need. It's, it's good work, but it's like, well, so another piece, how do you build great sex, right? Okay, so we're talking how it needs to be, not the focus, not just fun, but also communication. Mm -hmm. All right, building healthy communication, first and foremost, 
of how you're engaging and how you're hearing and listening, which is part、mm-hmm. of it, or how you're truly listening,、mm-hmm. um, how you're speaking to one another. Like all that builds towards having great sex.、Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, th- I don't think people re- recognize that.、Mm-hmm. I think I, all those things are great the friendship, the connection, the intimacy, the serving outside of the bedroom. Talking about sex to one another. Talking about sex to one another. And I married to somebody who didn't like to talk about sex、Mm-mm. ever for a very long time. And now he's okay with it on most occasions.、Um, but back to that friendship connection part, when you work on that outside of the bedroom, where you, where you genuinely enjoy each other's company and friendship, that builds intimacy so that. When you are in the bedroom and you are wanting to explore different things, different、yeah. positions, or whatever, you're comfortable doing that because you've built that,、yeah. that friendship、yeah. and intimacy. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, Pookie. Well, I'm always honest with you, but if you're bitey with me that day and you're not happy with me and I don't feel like I'm winning or everything I do is just not good, like I'm, I honestly, I, I don't. I, it's made, I don't feel like pursuing you then.、Mm-hmm. Not pursuing you in terms of like, I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to do the right thing.、Yeah. But I'm in terms of like being physically intimate. Like, it's a turnoff. I'm like, oh, okay. And it goes both ways. But when I feel connected and we're in sync and we have a good rhythm. And so, again, I'm not saying it's always going to be perfect. <laughs> you got to seek for this perfection all the time of how you're connecting and communicating and how things are aligning so that you can move in that direction.、Yeah. Right.、Um, but, but typically, there's always a correlation between those who are struggling in their sex life. We step back and we look at how are they doing in terms of honoring one another? How are they doing in、pursuing、terms of pursuing one, one another, another, serving、mm-hmm. each other, communicating with each other?、Um, they don't recognize that all of that is what is leading to. Right, the disconnect the physically、bedroom. and in the bedroom. Yeah. And so I think one of the things that you can also do that's going to help you have better sex, and you know, as we're going into this, is that like next to God, your marriage comes next, your spouse,、mm, right?、So、and,、good. and that's the thing that I think most aren't doing, and they're not sure how to do it. So, like, what are you doing to ensure that you're putting in stuff around, like, So, you know, there's, that,、oh, there's a quote that says, like,、um, like, show me your calendar, show me your checkbook, and I'll、mm-hmm. show you what's most important, important to you, you.、Yeah. of where you spend your time. Like, show me your calendar, show me the things that you do on a daily basis, and that's going to tell me what's the most important thing to you. Show me your screen because, time report on your phone weekly. Yeah, and what's the most important time, you know, wh- where you're actually giving your best, you know, often at times. And so, I think if you're struggling in this area with intimacy and building passion, there are some men who they don't have a higher drive. And they have to build towards that.、Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in that place, and Shan has a higher drive. And so, like, and some guys are saying, man, I wish that would be like, but listen, like, sometimes it's flopped and it's okay. I've talked to many, many men who just testosterone is low, just season of life, like, it's just different for them. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken.、Mm-mm. Okay.、Um, but if you're struggling, you want to build towards this place of, Connection and better sex, then start like maybe it's you need to like schedule sending your wife a love note, a text, right?、Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say your wife, but just your spouse, right?、Um, you know, plan things, romantic gifts,、mm-hmm. like do things that actually begin to plant those seeds. If you're in a season and schedule、yeah. them. No, some guys say, like, I just I'm not good at that. Then put it then- on 
your calendar. Get good Set at it. a reminder. Like, get your phone out now. Well, not if you're driving, and say, on Monday, send my wife a loving text. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, hey, leave a note before I leave the house saying I love a you. So thankful、note. for everything that、yeah. you do, dudes. If you're listening, all those small little acts are you. Building intimacy and doing the right thing above the sheets, so that way you can have fun beneath it. Because you know、sheets. what, one of our greatest needs is, is that I want I want to know that you're thinking about me when you're out doing other things. If Javi's in a meeting, if Javi's gone to the coffee shop to meet with a pastor or whatever, and he texts me during while he's out, and he's like, "I love you so much, Pookie. Thank you so much for." What a great example you are to our girls! Like what? You're in the middle of like a bunch of meetings today, and I know you're really busy, but you took time to stop and think about me. To me, that 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 means so much to us as women because you're I'm on I'm on your mind, not just hey I wonder what she's going to make for dinner. Or, you know I hope she's not in a bad mood when I get home. Like I'm on top of your mind. And you shared that with me,、yeah. so that builds intimacy、yeah. with. So the other thing is that、I、foreplay. Want... All those things. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's a kind, it's a kind of a way of saying that that is actually tongue in cheek. Yes, it's also I, it's also part of it, it that、is. it's building towards something. But I also、so. don't want men and women to do those things because they want to get something. Yeah. You, Now your intention to pursue your spouse to it, have great is, sex is. Is to pursue your spouse and well, to serve them well. Well, and to have a deep, intimate friendship、yeah. relationship with them. You're building, you're building a life together, upon which your children will,、uh, ch- they'll kind of springboard off of. Yeah. So what we're building, our children have springboarded off of.、Yeah. So that's what that's also what we're、yeah. building. And the benefit of all that. Time and investment. One of the benefits is a great sex life. Yes. Right now, I want to. I want for a moment recognize there are people who struggle because of past hurts and wounds of abuse, abuse of other、yeah. pieces that are you know and brokenness that have come in, and that's why it has become a struggle for them. That even if they have a husband who's doing all these things or a wife who's doing all these things, pursuing. Connecting, non-sexual touch,、um, you know, investing, leaving, like just building towards, you know, the opportunity to have great sex and building intimacy.、Um, but there's still a struggle in the bedroom because of woundedness, of brokenness, because of past hurts. And so you need to be aware of that. That just these things doesn't mean like it's going to be right, all great, and everything's going to work out exactly like you hoped, and everything's up and to the right. That's not always the case. So there may be additional counseling and therapy for that individual, and you being aware that I get to walk through this with my spouse. I get to, and it's、yeah. it's not going to be easy. But I recognize why this is happening is because of this over here. Yeah. So it's having empathy and understanding that there's something that's feeding that brokenness and impacting our sex life. And it's this thing here, and so. But I, but I, but I know, if couples begin to engage in this, right outside of what we, I just talked about, like you can see a shift in your marriage, you can see a shift in your sex life, and not only will this build up of you know pursuing one another, moving towards each other, date nights, all these pieces lead to just deeper connection, intimacy. It leads to great sex, but overall. It's just it builds a healthy marriage. 
Mm-hmm. It just builds a healthy and strong marriage. Well, in the scripture, when it says to become one flesh, God's literally talking about a, it's a sexual act that two bodies become one flesh. Um, and I know that we have a lot of listeners who are listening right now and they're saying, gosh, you know, Shannon, Javier, I wish you would touch on the issue of pornography. And um, I, we really would like to. In fact, Javier's going to be doing a podcast with Matt Klein, our friend from Instagram, who they're going to dive in and tackle just that issue and um, really get into the weeds of it. But just on a side note right here, we do not condone pornography. It has no place in marriage. It is an assault on men and women, and it needs to be eradicated from your life, from your marriage, because it's not going to add value. It doesn't, it's not, it's not a, this will give me great ideas or yeah. anything like that. It, it will add destruction and moral failure to your marriage covenant because your yeah. covenant is between yeah. one man and one woman yeah. before God. Yeah. And when people and when people say, well, you know, I want to have great sex and I want to be connected to my wife, that's why I do that. That is absolutely, it's a cop out. It is an excuse. Um, and you're absolutely lying to yourself. Like yeah. you're using your spouse, you're using your lack of, of ability to be able to pursue and engage with your spouse as your reason for your sin. And that is unhealthy yeah. and unwise. That's what you're doing. Well, you're saying you are not wife or spouse. You are not worth pursuing and engaging, moving towards. This is easier. There's less obstacles in front of it. It's why I go to. It's why men go to porn. It seems to them that there's less obstacles to get there. Mm. It's just much easier. I just click a button on my phone and there I am. And it leaves them unsatisfied. But what happens is, yes, it's a little bit tougher to move towards your spouse, to do the right things consistently, to love them, to pursue them, to Mm. build intimacy and connection. So you go to something that has less obstacles in front of you because that's easier for you. And you you can control that. You You think you can. you You get zero intimacy and zero connection with pornography. You might get sexual gratification, but you get no, nothing you don't get gratification. else. It's false. It's all hundred percent false. Yeah. Wait. So, so we don't go all the way into that. Let me. But we are gonna let them know when that podcast yes. is dropping because so, it is. It you guys are recording it coming up here soon. Now I'll end with this: is that e, e, I think we've said it at our workshops and bootcamps before, but like if. When a man is more emotionally invested and available, mm-hmm. his wife is more sexually available. Yep. And when the wife is more sexually available, the He's husband is more, more emotionally emotional. available. And I love so that. it works both ways. And God created it this way because you cannot, you know, alone we cannot meet our own desires. We're not meant to meet our own desires. And so that's why we have our spouse, right? Um, and so. That's another piece there, right? So men, you want to have great sex life, learn to be more emotional, to be more vulnerable, to share what you're feeling and find a way that works for you in in doing that. And even if it's just keeping a notebook on the table that you write how you're feeling that day and she gets to read it and respond and you can talk about it. If that's more comfortable than verbalizing initially, then just start there, but start somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think we need need to write that down. We need to do a podcast on like how to be emotionally available. Like. Just just yeah. tips on how guys can actually do that because that's where guys struggle. Put it quite in a your bit. notes right now. I'll put it in my Other, notes because we're, we're gonna be guilty right. of doing that thing where we say we're gonna talk about that on our next podcast and then we never do I it. Know. All right, so listen, we're wrapping up. Uh, thank you for for being with us. We value, appreciate each and every one of you. Thank we hope you. that that was helpful. Yeah, no, it was it helpful. Was a, it was just kind helpful of for me. 
Oh, oh, thank well, you uh, to each. <laughs> thank you for being part of the twenty four seven marriage family. Always remember rate review, share this, uh, follow us on twenty four at twenty four seven at two four seven marriage. Sorry on Instagram. And um, again, thank you. Uh, and remember, we are a partner supported uh, nonprofit ministry. So if you want to support us on a monthly basis, we would um, greatly appreciate. We greatly it. appreciate that because it helps us continue the work that we're doing to um, reach more couples to see marriages healed and restored. And always remember that in marriage. You you don't have to. You get to. Have an amazing week. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Please be sure to hit subscribe and like this episode or leave us a review. To learn more about 24-7 Marriage, go to 247marriage.org or click the link in our bio on all social media platforms. And remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. We'll see you next week. <laughs>